Here we go. Hey, girl, you just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So... Thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. If you're watching or listening, I'm so glad you're here either way. We have an amazing episode for you, especially if you are in a position where you want more in your business. You know that there's more for you. You have a great vision and you can see on the horizon six figures, seven figures, eight figures, but you can't quite put together the steps between where you are and where you want to be. This is the episode for for you. I have Miss Krista Grasso. She is amazing. Just, and so here's the thing you might be saying, well, you're just saying that because you're on the podcast and like, no, I'm, I'm reading when I read her bio, first of all, I was like, oh snap, this is going to be a real interview. (laughs) So you guys are in for a treat. She's an international um, business consultant, fortune 50 multi-billion dollar businesses. So she's working with people who are where you want to be. I say all that to say she has experience and she can help us understand and get clarity around how we can get from point A to point B. She's also the creator of the Lean Out Method, the 90-Day Lean Out Planner, and Simplify to Scale. So Krista, I need you before we, because the burning question right now that I have in my spirit is, what is the Lean Out Method? But before we get to that, introduce yourself in your own words and tell us why you are excited to be here and why you're qualified to teach us what you're getting ready to teach us. Absolutely. A, thank you so much for having me. I'm beyond excited for our our chat today. And yeah, I'm Krista Grasso and I'm a lean business scaling expert. Um, I'm a systems expert and I love all things strategic planning. And I've been doing this for a little more than 20 years now. Um, And as you shared, I've been working with some of honestly the largest businesses in the world. My most recent client was a Fortune 10 client. Um, And I got to travel internationally to work with them, which was a lot of fun and really great. But I also work with small businesses and entrepreneurs, and I absolutely love to help people to be able to simplify, to be able to scale and to get to that big, bold vision that you have, but in a simple, direct way that does not require the 24 by seven hustle, which I I started there. I tried that route. (laughs) It's not the the fun way to go. Um, There are better and simpler ways. And so I think, you know, my personal mission is really to help people be able to build the business they want and not the one they feel like they have to have because of so much of what they hear that you must do this. You have to do this. You can only do it this way in your industry. This is what's required because I made all those mistakes early on. And so now I just want to help other people get where they want to go as quickly as possible. (laughs) I love it. And you know what? I feel like, and and I'm sure you can attest to this, that the scope or the landscape, I'll say, of business has changed so much over the last 
five years, 10 years, 15 years. So to your point, what we used to need to get to that six-figure mark is not necessarily what we need today. Um, And so I feel better already just being on the line with you because what you're saying is there's hope. There is hope. And, and, you know, you use two words together that really also give me a tingly feeling, simplify and scale. And I'm just like, yes, I would like to do both. (laughs) So, so tell us about this lean out method. What is it? Why is it important? Where did it come from? Yeah, absolutely. So lean is actually a concept that grew up in the manufacturing space. It's been around for a long time. It's all about increasing value for your clients and eliminating waste, right? And if you think about any business, what do you want to do? You want to provide as much value as possible. You want to generate as much profit as possible. And you don't want to waste your time, money, energy on things that do not matter. So (laughs) what I did was take this concept that all of these really large multi-billion dollar businesses leverage, the ones I was consulting with, and broke it down into something that small businesses and entrepreneurs could benefit from and leverage. So I describe it as lean plus lux. That's what the lean out method is all about. It's none of the things that drain you. It's none of the things that don't help you add value for your clients, profit for your business, or that aren't in alignment and fulfilling for you. But the lux piece of it is doing those things that fuel you and really helping you get ready to leave whatever that legacy is that you want, whatever your values, your vision, your big mission is more of that and creating the space for it, you know, by getting rid of all those things that are keeping you distracted and busy all the time. So you can't actually do what you're here to do. You are speaking to me. (laughs) I was going to say to the listeners, listen, get what you need to get from this interview, but this is for me. Okay. (laughs) That is awesome. That is so awesome. So um, as a new entrepreneur, let's say, Mm -hmm. how would you even go about implementing this thing? Like, what does the process look like when um, someone comes to you and says, hey, I have all these things going on and this is what they look like. They have all these things going on. What does it look like to introduce the lean out method to a new client? Yeah, absolutely. So let me walk you through the four pillars and how they fit together, because you're going to use these, whether you are on day one of your business or whether you are on day, you know, 5,001 of your business, it's all applicable. You just apply them in slightly different ways based on where you're at. But the very first thing, and this is the one that I see a lot of people skip is context. You have to know where you're going and why it's important. So I think it's absolutely critical that everybody has that clarity of vision. And you may not know exactly what the future holds, especially if you're on day one in your business, but you should have some idea of what you want and what you don't want. And I think you have to have that clarity of vision so you know what things are directionally correct. That's the way that you can lean out, right? We lean out by knowing the things that aren't in alignment. Well, you can't know what's in alignment if you don't have a vision. (laughs) So I think it starts with getting clear on where do you want to go? What's important to you? When you look at your business, what do you see for the future of your business? When you look at yourself, what do you see for yourself from a personal lifestyle goal perspective and also your role in the company and what you want to be doing? And then when you look at your clients, 
what are your clients of tomorrow? What are your clients look like in the future? And so context starts with that vision. And then it, you break that down into your near-term goals. So you've got long-term, what does it look like? Short-term, what should I be focused on now? And it also gets at your business model. And I think one of the biggest areas that I see people make a mistake at all stages of business is they have a business model that's more complex than it needs to be. And it's not actually going to take them to where they see. For oh, their my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, that that is a true statement. And it's also very intriguing um, because at the end of the day, we all just want to be successful. You know, we all just want to win. We want to make the revenue. We want to make an impact. We want to, you know, create legacy for our families. And there are these, these pitfalls that we, we either stumble into or we're not willing to change our ways and learn a new thing to do things in a nicer way or a simpler way. Um, and so we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot in that way, I feel like. Um, so let's talk about this, this simplification process, because I'm sure when you come and sit down with a new client, they're talking, but you're hearing what's really happening behind what they're saying. They're mm-hmm. saying, this is my vision, but then you're looking at what they have going on. And you're like, this does not look like the vision. So there's a disconnect between what you want to do and where you want to be versus where you're going. Right. And so let's unpack that a little bit more, Uh, maybe with a live example or um, a situation that you've worked in where the two didn't align and you were able to kind of help them rearrange and get right. Yeah, absolutely. Because once you've got your context, the next pillar is clarity. And that's where you make sure that your vision and your strategy connects to your execution and to exactly what you said. A lot of times it doesn't. And what I find is people either don't have a vision and goals or they do, but they treat it as a separate activity as looking at what they and their team, if they have a team, do on a day-to-day basis. It's like they set the vision and goals, put it on a shelf, and then each day they're in firefighting or reactive mode. They're looking at their inbox. They're looking at (laughs) what needs to happen. And you really want to start with the vision. You want to break it down to the goals. You want to break that down to the work that you're doing, and you want everything that you do to connect back. And one of the things that I think is so important is as entrepreneurs, right, we're natural visionaries. We are amazing idea generators. And a lot of people will not plan because they say, I'm not creating a 90 day plan. Then I'm going to lock myself in. What about these great ideas that I have? (laughs) You understand me. So I actually, in the lean out method, the whole way that I created it specifically for entrepreneurs and small business owners is we create space for innovation. We create intentional Mm. space for innovation. So you know that you're working on the most important things. You know your day-to-day activities are connected back to your vision, but you also have set space to go and pursue those ideas. And I help people evaluate which ideas are the good ideas and which ideas aren't. I call it the million dollar idea evaluator because we all have them. So how do you know which to pursue and which not to? And what's more important than what you already said you're going to do or that you should be creating space for? (laughs) That is so good. Creating space for innovation. Even as a creator, that makes me excited, you know, because I feel like as an entrepreneur, we don't just have our business. We have our families. We have 
our personal selves, we have friends, we have organizations, we have ministries, there's different things that we're a part of. And so if you are a creator and a problem solver, outside of your business, people are pulling on you and you're doing all these different things. And so like you said, being a a firefighter and being um, reactive, right? So I'm doing all these things outside of the business. I'm like, oh, I got an idea. And then I jot it down really fast. And then when I get another minute, I'm like, let me brainstorm another idea right now, really fast. And I think really hard. And then I have like a brain vomit and then I put it aside and then I forget about it. And then I find it two weeks later, like, oh yeah, that idea. And it's just like this... (laughs) This crazy dysfunctional thing. And like you said, I know I have million dollar ideas. I know, like I see it. It's great. It's grand. And like you said, we're spinning our wheels doing non-revenue producing activities. We're spinning our wheels kind of like in the opposite direction. The vision is that way. And because we're busy, we feel like we're being productive, but busy and productive are two different things. And so I'm like, okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down, okay? I'm picking it up and it's sounding really good. And so for those of us who now, let me literally on the edge of my seat, right? Now that we have a piece of the framework, right? What would you say would be the biggest hindrance some of the some of the the hindrances that pop up, right? Because I think we come up to these like mental walls, mm-hmm. these internal things that stop us from embracing the simplification, embracing this decluttering of our mind and our ideas. So what are some of the the walls, the internal walls that come up in this process? 100%. And the next pillar is commitment because you do need to make the commitment to keep going. And the thing that gets in the way of that more than anything else is exactly what you said. It's mindset. And I always, when I'm working with my clients, I, I prepare them for the fact that this is coming. And I'm like, we're going to create this great plan. You're going to commit to making changes. And then here's what's going to happen. The yeah, buts are going to come up. And then the next day, the next week, yeah, the next but. <laughs> you know, as you're trying to actually let go of the things that aren't actually going to take you where you want to go when you look at the future. And as you start to commit to some of the changes or maybe some of those things that are way outside your comfort zone, all of a sudden you're going to be like, yeah, but I mean, I can't stop doing that because my clients would be really disappointed or yeah, but I'm just not the kind of person who's ever really going to do a good job with that. So I'm not going to include that. And it's really, it's the yeah, buts that get us every single time because we can be fired up and committed in the moment, but it's really hard to sustain that level of commitment and that level of motivation throughout the course of 90 days, a year, sometimes even a full day, (laughs) never mind a full 90 day period. And so that's what people end up bumping up against is themselves and their own internal limitations. And we do an amazing job of convincing ourselves that things are fact that are actually not like for years, I convinced myself that I was terrible on video so that I shouldn't use video. Video just wasn't something I should do because I'm just not a video person. I'm great on video. Yeah. You, but I, but I get it. I get convinced. it. Yeah, yeah it was a fact. I get it. Yeah, it wasn't a perception. It was a fact. I was bad on video. It's like, it was just, well, that's just who I am. I'm just not a video person. So therefore I'm going to go about this in a different way. And it took kind of getting over myself to realize that by not going on video, I'm not getting my message out. I'm not helping my clients. I'm kind of holding back information that 
so few people have, cause there's not that many people that work with the level of clients that I work with and why, like, I need to get over myself and show up for my clients and for the people who need to hear what I need to hear. And it turns out I wasn't actually bad at video. I just convinced myself I was. <laughs> Isn't that amazing. And so I feel like, you know, talking about our um, ability to be authentic and knowing ourselves, right. You had to, at some point say, oh, I'm doing this to myself. It's not, it's not a thing. Um, and so it's so true and it's so real. And, and like you said, we have to push through and just do, you know, and it's, it's hard, you know, and, and the thing is, I'm wondering where those things even start, where they come from, because my thing, I have two things that I would tell myself. One was I'm terrible at math. Like math is just not my thing. Meanwhile, I'm getting straight A's and, you know, I can do math with the best of them. But like in my head, I'm like, no, 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 if it's math related, no. And it's like, where did that come from? You know, the other thing is you're not good enough. So there's been this, you're not good enough in every area of my life as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur, as a preacher, as all these different things. And I have that playing in my head and it's like, what? Like, where did it come from? Because meanwhile, and and I'm assuming to your point as well, people are like, you are amazing. You're fantastic. I love what you did. And on the inside, we're like, no, 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 no. So, so what are, what are some of the mindset things that you kind of take your clients through to help clear those hurdles? Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest things that worked for me that I find also works for my clients is making it not about you, but making it about the impact that you want to make and why you're showing up. And it was me getting over myself and saying, if I'm not showing up on video, I'm actually holding back from helping the people who really need to hear what I have to say. And so with my clients, usually what we'll do is we'll just dive in and I say, but what is your actual outcome? What is it that you're trying to achieve in your business? You know, why are you trying to do it? What's the impact that you're trying to make? What's your legacy? What does that look like? What's your driver? Like, why do you do what you do? What's the outcome you want to achieve? But why do you want to achieve that outcome? What is it going to give you? And then we tie it back to, and by not making this decision or by holding yourself back from doing this, how much longer is it going to take you to achieve that result? Or can you even achieve that outcome without it? And so sometimes it's just reframing it and making it not about the thing they're struggling with, but getting them laser focused on why they are doing what they're doing that allows them to push through because we often won't do things for ourselves. We should, but we don't, but we will do things for other people, whether it's our clients, whether it's our family, whether it's our community, whatever that is that fuels us, we'll show up and push ourselves for those things, but we won't always push ourselves for ourselves. Absolutely. Ladies, as you are listening, I want you to comment and find the timestamp for this moment, comment and say, amen. Okay. That's all you need to say, because it is so true. And especially for women in business, we carry that into every area of our lives, you know? And so ladies, you can take that same, what she just gave us that same practice and apply it with things outside of your business, you know, reframing it, putting it where it's supposed to be and focusing on what you're supposed to focus on, not those negative things that are pointing at you and telling you why you can't or why you're not. Um, So that was awesome. Thank you so much for that nugget. Um, So let's, let's pivot a little bit here. Um, Let's talk about some of the most important systems to implement in your business. So I've, I've gotten clarity. I, I gotten context. I've gotten the clarity. I have gotten 
um, my commitment together, right? Did I skip one or am I doing good? There's one more. (laughs) Yes. So (laughs) after I've done that, like where do the, where do those systems fall into? Is that the next space or where do systems come in? Yeah. So systems run, they're kind of the the stream that runs through everything, but they really fall pretty deeply under commitment, right? If you're going to show up, you're committed to the outcomes that you want to achieve. You're committed to that vision that you have. Well, the commitment is also doing things in the most efficient and most effective and direct way to get there. Even if it's something that doesn't it doesn't naturally excite you, right? I happen to love planning and systems. I could plan all day long. I could create systems all day long. It is my happy place. I know for a lot of visionaries, um, it's not, right? They want to be off creating. They want to be off coming up with new ideas. They love things like marketing and sales. They don't love things like planning and like systems. But recognizing that those are the things that are going to actually allow you to have a sustainable business, one that's not 100% dependent on you, where you have to hustle your butt off and work 24 by seven, Yes. (laughs) right? And so part of commitment is committing to do what you really need to do to achieve what you want in business and surrounding yourself with the right team or the right people to support you. If it's not your natural strength or passion, it still is what's going to enable you to get the results that you want. So it does run through all of them, but it's also very um, embedded in the fourth pillar, which is Kaizen. And that's a lean concept, which is all about making continuous improvement and changes for the better in your business. And systems also enable that and give you the insight that you need to be able to make those changes and those continuous improvement efforts. That is phenomenal. Um, I am that visionary who will create all that. I'll create the systems. I will create the mess out of a system on paper. It'll look beautiful. It'll, it'll have check boxes and, and bolded areas and graphics. I'm also a graphic designer. Like it'll be beautiful. But then when it comes time to execute, I'm like, yeah, but (laughs) that's where my yeah, but show up when it comes time to execute the systems. And, and so Um, But you make a good point in that it's the systems that are going to really get you to the scaling place, not necessarily the other things that are more fun. Um, And and so I guess that's a mindset shift that we have to make. There's really nothing that we can buy or anything like that other than shifting our mindset to understand and appreciate the value of those systems. And um, as my mentor, she preached on Sunday about paying, being willing to pay the cost right? For whatever it is, for that success. And the cost for the success that you want is implementing those systems. That's, that's one of the costs, you know, embracing the learning curve that your team might incur with bringing the system into place, embracing that trial and error period that comes with putting something in place and then actually working it to see if it's actually going to work. And like you said, with that Kaizen, making those changes and those improvements so that the system is perfected so that it can get you to where you need to go. Um, so this is awesome. This is so awesome. So, so tell us then, first and foremost, I guess, obviously you work with a range of client types. So give us your client types, because I know there are people like me who are listening right now, like, okay, so how can I work with her? 
how can I get connected? <laughs> Absolutely. I do. I work with a very wide range of clients all the way up to the multi-billion dollar fortune 10 clients. And I just, I love that range. I love getting to see and help and dig into somebody's business at all of those different levels. It's so exciting. Um, but for somebody who is really, truly just starting out, I think the best place to go is my podcast because I give, I give like, just like you, right. A lot of the information that I share on that is really pretty advanced strategies and things that help you to cut through noise. And then my planner, my planner is for businesses of all different levels. When people are at that place where they've already broken through six figures, they've got the, they've got something that's working. They've got an offer that people want. They've sold it enough and people have gotten enough great results that now they really want to experiment with how can I truly scale my business and scale this up? That's where I really dig in and I have my Simplify to Scale program. And I think anytime you want to scale, first you simplify, then you systematize, then that enables you to scale. And so that's a lot of what we do in that program together is we look at what is all the noise and distraction and unnecessary complexity, what needs to go. And then with the things that are left, where do you want to get repeatable results? And let's systematize those things so that you're getting the results and you can repeatedly and predictably be able to get those results. Um, and then we look at where you can scale. Um, yeah. And then I have done for you uh, implementation services that I do for much larger companies as well, where I'll come in and we'll facilitate all of your strategic planning on a quarterly, monthly basis. Um, we'll actually implement the systems. We'll set up your project management tool and we built, we base it on our lean strategic planning system, but we do all of that for larger companies. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm so excited for you and for our listeners to, to get connected. I'm a podcast person, so I will be definitely tapping into your podcast and checking that out. Um, so what, um, I guess, well, you mentioned the podcast is kind of the low hanging fruit, if you will, like that we can get access to right now. Where can we find you online? Where can we follow you on social? Tell us. <laughs> yeah, my website is leanoutmethod.com and that is your hub to all things Krista. Um, but if you want to go directly to the podcast, you can go to leanoutpodcast.com and Instagram is my happy place. It is where I hang out. Um, so if you want to follow my personal account there, it's Krista Grasso, C-R-I-S-T-A-G-R-A-S-S-O. Um, and that's where you get a little behind the scenes on what's going on in my world. Lots of dog uh, pictures in my stories and then a whole lot of great business strategies in my feed. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Krista, this was amazing. I was trying my very best to keep us within that 25 minute range because we could literally be here for a long time. I might need to bring you back for like a part two, um, just so like we could really, I really, 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 really want to dig into each of the pillars a little bit more. Um, but that'll have to be another conversation for another day. And so ladies, I know that you got something out of this. I hope that you took some notes and I hope that you are going to at least at the very least check her out on her podcast, because there is a wealth of information there. I already know. Um, and, and Krista, I want you to hear from me. I need you. Okay. I need you. I, I, I am almost like embarrassed to like show in my, my phone, the notes upon notes upon notes of ideas. And, you know, I start thinking through something and brainstorm something through something through, but not seeing it through to completion because I have so many ideas. And, and to your point, it just, it feels too big. 
You know what I'm saying? And it feels like I just, the mountain is all the way over there. And it's like, how am I going to get there? I'm going to go have some Chick-fil-A, you know? <laughs> so, um, so I, I am grateful to be connected to you. Thank you for the work that you do and the passion that you have. Um, and just your joyful disposition. I'm, I really enjoyed speaking with you today. Ladies, make sure you connect with both of us online and we will see you next time for another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, Nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Britney Smith Podcast.